Justin Seymour. This is the F Nerd Show. <coughs> Excuse me. The F Nerd Show. Uh, I'm your host, Justin Seymour. I'm an F Nerd. I do things. I do this radio show. All that stuff. Talk geeky things, nerdy things. Uh, it's a spooky season official. As you can tell by the spooky, sp- uh, spooky music. Uh, a lot of things to talk about. First of all, let me get some, uh, I don't know, I guess housekeeping out of the way. If you're trying to, uh, send me an email, that effin nerd, E-F-F-I-N, nerd, at gmail.com. You can send me your complaints, I guess, or whatever. Uh, K-U-H-S, L-P, Hot Springs, that whole deal. F, uh, 102.5 FM, that's how it be. Uh... I am here in a cabin, and this is going to go on the entire time, so we gotta keep up the spooky. How's it going? Just sitting here in my cabin, sitting by the fire, trying to, uh, ooh. It's a little haunted. How's it going, folks? Uh, it's been, uh, it's been some days, hasn't it? been a whole week since last time. Whoa. It's weird now that I have the official time slot. I haven't had to come in all crazy a bunch of times. Uh, yeah. Just here. Justice is just here. Oh, man. There is a bunch of stuff to talk about. Uh, so much news. So much. So little time, I feel like, you know? I need to turn myself off. There we go. Uh, so... Let's just jump into it, like uh, Philip DeFranco. I watch him so I watch him for the first time in like months. Yesterday. See, the thunder doesn't like him either. I mean, I like him fine. It's whatever. It's efficient, short news, and when I'm bored, I just click out of it. Blu-ray, Blu-ray news. I have to mention this because they have been releasing little. Uh, rumblings, I suppose, about the new Avengers Blu-ray. Or, or the Infinity MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe Infinity Saga box set. I'm excited about it. Uh, well, I was excited about it until I saw the price, but let's talk about it first. Uh, so, for big fans, sometimes they'll come out with these uh, little uh, collector's edition box sets, and they're really cool. I've only ever bought one in my life, 
It was for Breaking Bad. It came in a barrel. A little money barrel from Walt. Walt's money barrels. You know what they are. Uh, and it had a little bunk. Look, the only reason I usually want to buy any of these things is for the bonus disc, which the Infinity Saga, uh, the Infinity Saga Collector's Edition will include a bonus disc with never before seen special features like deleted scenes, maybe some audition tapes perhaps, or, uh, storyboards, you know. It's stuff I would be crazy into. Comes with a letter from Kevin Feige. Uh, that was my microphone hitting my headphones. That's how that be. And all the movies come out on these little disc, little book disc things, and it's like a little case. And it makes an image of Thanos holding the gauntlet over all the Avengers and all that stuff. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. How much is this thing? Well, Best Buy said uh, they came out with the official, you know, price for it. Costs about $550 for this box set of all, now let's be clear, it's 22, uh, or 23 movies on Blu-ray with oodles of special features and a bonus disc. $550 though, that's a little steep. I bought my Breaking Bad barrel for only like 150 on Amazon, and it was 300 before that. So maybe uh, these will go down, but apparently each of these collector's edition boxes are numbered to imply that they have a limited supply of them. Now that's what they say. Surely people will buy them, put them up on uh, eBay or something, try to sell it for $1,000 after they supposedly sell out, but who knows. But it is Disney, and you know how they like to do with their Disney Vault. Ooh, the Infinity Box, uh, the Infinity Saga Collector's Edition is now in the Disney Vaults until we want to make more money off of it for no reason. That was Thor getting angry. Uh, but I'm not gonna lie, I would buy it if I didn't need $550 for, like, other junk. But, you know, pretty cool. Comes out November 15th. Uh, that was a spooky noise. But yeah, man, this is a cozy cabin. I like this fire. It's finally starting to get to fall weather. Aren't you happy about it? I am. Like, now for the next two or three weeks, everybody gets to play around, do their last minute, you know, their little parties, until it gets deathly, deathly cold. And, uh, that'd be unfortunate. Watchmen! Ooh, tick tock, tick tock. Hold up a second. Give me a minute. Let me go find that trailer. Watchmen show. I can't you know, I am really, 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 really excited for the Watchmen TV show. I'm looking up for that trailer right now. Uh, the thing is, though, uh, I haven't been thinking about it all that much. It's funny. In recent times, they've come out with The Boys on Amazon, which I love. I could not ever imagine to play a clip of that on here because uh, it's too messed up. But that, a lot of people were calling The Boys the watchmen of our time. I kind of really agree with that in a lot of ways because of the uh, social commentary that comes with it, which I'll get more to that in a little bit. Uh, with some other stuff. Uh, but regardless, Watchmen comes out in 10 days? 
Yes, it, yeah, yeah, it comes on in like, on the 20th, October 20th, the end, there's, there's your little, that's when, let's take a look at some of this trailer, I need to step out the cabin real quick, and now we're going to play some of this trailer. This is a different trailer. Holy snap. I don't want to see that. This is the Comic-Con trailer, the one I did see. Uh, I would rather not spoil myself on the show. That's how bad I really want to see it. Uh, uh, hopefully they don't curse. I think they curse one time in this trailer. I'm trying to find the time they do it. Oh. He lives on effing Mars, they say. Alright, we're going to play a game of hopscotch. See if I can... You know what? Yeah, here we go. Trailer. Lori Blake, FBI. You know how you can tell the difference between a masked cop and a vigilante? No. Me neither. There's a vast and insidious conspiracy at play. If I told you about it, your head would explode. Who are you? Maybe, uh, Dr. Manhattan. Curse too much. I blocked it. Uh -huh. Oh shit. Yes, I that doesn't matter. One S. I'll do breaking bad rules. I get one free S word. That's how that's how I'll do. There are a lot of things I'm seeing with this Watchmen trailer and for the Watchmen show. For one, let's just get into it. Damon Lindelof, he is the showrunner, writer uh, of this show, Watchmen. Uh, he did my favorite show of all time, HBO's The Leftovers. Remember it, because I'm going to bring it up next week. All episode, you better believe. Next week is October 13th. Uh, th that's the day my show is, and that is the day before the sudden departure. You will know more about it next week. But... My favorite show ever, The Leftovers. Uh, that is a show he cr wrote and created, all that stuff. Uh, so, yeah. I loved, loved, lo 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 loved that show. And I love Watchmen. When I was in middle school, my friend Emmett Hill, I haven't talked to him in years, but, you know, if any of my high school buddies or any high school anybody know who that is, tell him I mentioned him. Give him a give him a shout. He let me borrow his watch. We, we were in band together. He let me borrow his Watchmen book. Uh, you know the original Watchmen graphic novel by Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons, and uh, it took me forever to read it. I skipped all the parts where it caught. You know, and it was probably too heady for me at the time. I wasn't nearly mature enough to understand its themes or its uh, you know statements it was making about the times it was in. However, I still thoroughly enjoyed it, and I thoroughly enjoyed the uh, show, movie, 
as well that Zack Snyder made back in 2009 is a kind of carbon copy of the book except they do take out the giant squid also uh, it's too much of a carbon copy of the book and a little bit more graphic apparently there's a lot more blood in the movie and there's a lot of implied blood in the graphic novel but I digress so here's the thing about this watching show what is it about? It, is t- it takes place after the graphic novel. People are going to be like, what? I haven't, what if I haven't read the graphic novel? He said it should be fine. It, it's, not, it's its own story about superheroes in a political time, which is very much what the original Watchmen was all about, being, uh, you know, they're using superheroes as a way of commenting on society. And this is the big time. We're in it. We are in it. We've, I think Avengers Endgame broke us through a barrier where the superhero movies, like it was the swan song of the non-political superhero film, all right? Avengers Endgame was the last thing anybody could agree on, I think, because uh, first of all, look at Spider-Man Far From Home. I love it, and it's great, and it's a great Spider-Man movie. Perfect. But it does dip its toe in some political junk involving news and fake news and what the society is willing to believe and not believe based on uh, things about that. And we're getting it here. The boys did it, talking about uh, superheroes being owned, like if superheroes exist and if they were owned by big corporations, how would that serve uh, society? And what does that mean? What does that tell us about us people who lift these people up who shouldn't necessarily be lifted up or uh what does it say about those people uh not just the superheroes but the corporations behind those heroes uh love the boys check that out and i think this show i think damon lindelof he does a great he has a great way of sort of hitting a psychological sweet spot where you can you can think a lot about it but also just enjoy the world and you see a lot of it in this trailer where they really try to get the hey, they get the uh the aesthetic the general aesthetic of the graphic novel you see how i was cut off just then and then i quickly huh, jump right back in that's how i do k-u-h-s lp hot springs that's how it be uh yeah things be a uh, going that's how it is uh so yeah Watchmen, very excited, very excited for what Damon Lindelof is going to say about it. What's interesting is, so, like I said, it's kind of like a sequel to the graphic novel. What I imagine is the the alright, for those of you who don't know, in the graphic novel, Watchmen, the Watchmen are a team of superheroes that are kind of like the second class of social heroes, and they didn't have to, uh, yeah, the original team of heroes were known as the Minutemen, so that's where they deli- uh, derive that from, and when the Watchmen came along, uh, superheroes became criminalized, uh, being, you know, superheroing was criminalized, and they, you know, things happen. I don't want to spoil it if you haven't read it or seen it or anything, because it's a, it's a really interesting story. Uh, this one... I would assume would show what the Watchmen have become. The su- what are superheroes now uh, in 2019? Because you know the original Watchmen takes place in the 80s, and Doctor 
Ozymandias does a thing that unites the world, supposedly, potentially, but now over uh, the time, uh, it looks like cults have sprung out in, uh, you know, uh, the war, like a lot of people wearing Warshack masks to honor Warshack, who attempted to expose the things that Ozymandias may or may not have been doing. Again, trying not to spoil. And what's interesting about the show is it takes place in Oklahoma. I think Tulsa, maybe not. But it takes place in Oklahoma, and it follows just a one town's police. And I'm interested to see how something... Like, some rural town in Oklahoma and how that affects the world. Because Watchmen affected the world, the original uh, stories, uh, story, where, like, you know, Dr. Manhattan, or supposedly Dr. Manhattan, did some stuff. And, you know, I just wonder, is the setting trying to say something about uh, middle America? Or is it supposed to just be... You know, it's cheaper to shoot there, and that's why they shot there. And I wonder if it's going to be a combination of both things. So that'd be really cool. Watchmen, check it out. Could be really funsies. Uh. So yeah. Now I wanted to talk about the Joker. All right, I saw Joker yesterday. And I'm still thinking hard about it. I was been texting my friend Cassie all morning about it, just arguing about it. Uh, she liked it. She thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. There are things about it. Uh, it's a uh, it's a big movie. You know, like like they say in all those little theater warning papers. Uh, don't bring your kids to it. Uh, Although, I, you know, it's just boring for a kid, you know? Kids are just not going to be interested by this. And they won't understand the very complex things that are going on in this movie. I do think it is a very complex movie. Uh, some people think maybe not. Maybe it's pretending to be complex. You know what? Actually, I'm going I'm to have a conversation in a minute. I'm going to go to break real quick. A small break. Small break. When I come back, we're going to uh, we're going to talk more about this Joker. I'm gonna try to find a good tune. I've been uh, making a playlist of spooky tunes to play on the show, just because uh, I think I should plan out my tunes better. And also, all month, oh baby, you think you think you know you don't, because all month we're doing crazy, crazy junk with these these songs here. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna play this one. I'm gonna, I have a couple. I like it. Ooh. Oh, oh, we need to get back in my cabin. I mean, we don't right now, but we're going to get back in there real quick. Oh, spooky cabin. It's really a mansion. Yeah. And there's howling wind. That's the wind? Ooh, no. But, uh, yeah. I'm scared of monsters. Aren't you, uh, aren't you scared of... Monsters, Rihanna, and Eminem. Because I think I would be. I had to turn my music, my uh, cabin off. But. <gasps> I'm 
friends with the monster, the son of my bed. Get along with the voices inside of my head. You're trying to save me, stop holding your breath. And you think I'm crazy, yeah, you think I'm crazy. I wanted the fame, but not to cover a news week. Oh well, guess beggars can't be choosy. Wanted to receive a tip. I'm back in my spooky cabin. Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna keep the cabin noise on. Cause then maybe it adds a little extra spooky to the songs that are playing. Like, ooh, I'm playing on my little scary record player. It's not a cabin, it's a mansion. But still spooky. Uh pretty soon I'm gonna have my pal call. Uh just cause I wanted to talk to him. He's a very political guy. Now, uh, well, I'm not trying to be like super political, but I do like to talk these these sort of these sort of things. You get into the meat of it, hopefully. Yeah. So, uh, just waiting, waiting for my buddy. Who is it? Oh, I bet you can't guess who it is. I bet you can't. But you can't get. Oh. Uh oh. Whoop. I pressed the button. I should not have pressed, and that was an accident. But we got a call. Let's see who it is. Who's on the line, fella? Hello? Don't you dare. No. Cameron, please talk. No. No. Don't tell me you can't hear me. That's, that's not possible. Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Cameron, talk. See, I don't understand how that can happen. I called last week, and it worked. So why? Why? Why won't it work? Okay. Okay. Hold on a second. Okay. All right. I'm not going to freak out. I'm... Alright. You're on. What's going on? How's it going, Cameron? How's it going, buddy? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me, Cameron? No. Why? Don't do this, phone! get to the bottom of this. I am. I am. Taking another break. I'm gonna try to fix it real quick. I really want to do it, but I'm not gonna spend 15 minutes like I did last time. We're gonna spend a song on it. That's what we're gonna do today. Think I'm kidding? I'm not. Not kidding. Not kidding at all. What song I'm playing? You don't even know. You don't even know. You really don't, because you're just waiting for me to play it, and I haven't even found it yet. Hmm. Well. Yeah. I really wanted to talk to him about a couple things, uh. But I guess I can't do that. Uh. Or I might. You never know. 
You never know. I'm all bloody inside. Another spooky tune. Yay! Well, I'm just a bag of guts and stuff, and I'm all bloody inside. A thin layer of skin is all that holds it in, and I'm all bloody inside. You're on. Stupid! You wanna know what happened? You wanna know what happened, Cameron? Uh, I believe I just had to turn a knob. Yeah, we're talking later. You do sound a little weird, though. What are you talking then, to? Wow, it does sound a little weird, though. I don't know. Talk, uh, talk some more, real quick. Yeah, noise, right? Wait, let me try this. How about now? A little bit better. What about now? Oh, oh! I'm sorry. Maybe, I'll, maybe this will help. How's it? Yeah, but you don't sound that good at all. You sound a little cr crackly, a little. A little crackly. But I can still make out what you're saying. How's it going, Cameron? How you feeling? Are you on speakerphone? Get off of that! Put it on your face! That's why you sound stupid! Come on! Let's fix this. Get me off speakerphone. Hello? Hello? Did he just... He just hung up on me, didn't he? Well then... What is that all about? What is that all about? They say don't hear them. Yes, you can, can't you? Alright, I'm answering now. Answering right now. Uh. Yellow. What didn't work? Well, now apparently I'm getting I'm getting the idea from folks that they can't hear you and I'm the only one who can hear you and that uh now I'm just being really weird. So, I'm uh, Yes, I am I'm, I guess I am talking to myself. That's funny. Uh so I'm going to uh, keep talking. I'm turning the radio up so I can see if I can hear it, okay? All right. So just I did see Joker and that's what I wanted to talk to you about. I know, but I, uh, I don't. I think we could talk around it really well if if I can get this to work. Give me a second. Just yabber, yabber, but don't say anything that's up. It is dead air right now. Oh fudge! Oh no! What did I do? Okay, let me try this. What? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how now I can hear you, and that's bad. Wait, I'm so dumb.
Now say something, Cameron. Hey man, what's up? Okay, first of all, I can hear you a lot better. And say just say some more words. That is, <laughs> don't say that. I hope to goodness that nobody heard that. Yes, I have. I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Ooh, ooh. They say just barely. I'm gonna see if they can hear you now. Just keep talking about Joker things. There's barely anything to spoil. Yes, they do make an appearance. Isn't it funny? Like, nobody can hear what you're saying. And I have to, like, repeat what you're saying a little bit. Uh, and I'm trying to figure this out. Ugh, I... Oh, yeah. Totally should. Hey, how's it going? You're doing all right? Uh... So, you know what? We, yeah. Yeah. So, my friend Cameron, I don't know if anybody heard him make that comment about, I'm going to just say it. I'm going <laughs> to, I do have to say it. Well, I'm going I'm to I'm allude to it. I heard that now I'm not going to watch Joker. Hey, Olivia, if you're listening right now, because I have somebody else text, I have my, my Aunt Jessica and my friend Olivia, they're texting me. Uh, so they're letting me know what's going on. Hey, can you hear my friend at all? My friend Cameron? Can you hear him? Olivia, what did Cameron just say? I'm waiting. I'm sorry. I'm waiting on your text, Olivia. Your text. So if you don't text me, this is dead air. Forever. Cameron, say, like, a phrase that she can tell me that you said. Okay, yeah, that will work. So, he said a thing. You tell me. You text me, Olivia. Tell me if you heard what he just said. And, uh, then we'll be off and running. And also, from 1 to 10, how well you can hear it. Yeah, I know. I know. Thankfully, like, the, it... yes, that's exactly what it is. Okay, she said she did. All right, so Jessica, my friend Olivia, just said, he, she said, "Hey, it's me, Cameron. I'm on the radio. Live long and prosper." That's all the things Cameron did say, and she said he, she heard him uh, seven out of ten. So, Jessica, do you hear him? Say yes or no. I'm laying on your text. Jessica is my aunt. Yes. I'm not one to say aunt. I'm not an aunt person. Are you an aunt person? She says she can't hear you at all. Jessica, are you listening on the radio or on the website? That's something I'd like to know. It would be, wouldn't it? And that'd be something I don't know how to fix. She said, she said, she said, she's streaming in the internet and she can hear a bit in radio website. But Olivia said she could hear. So I don't know. I really don't know. Two people are, wait. Okay, Olivia, how are you listening? Are you listening on the radio or are you listening on, 
uh, the internet. Tell me. This is fun, isn't it, Cameron? At least I can talk to you. I, like, I am freaking out a little bit, but worst case scenario, I could cut all this out. Well, and yeah, but I could put it in the podcast. And also, if I can hear you, does that, wait, does that mean you're not playing through the computer at all? And if you're not playing through the computer at all, then the podcast isn't going to pick this up at all. And that, that, well, yeah, I could cut this out. Uh, you know, the last three episodes have just been me freaking out. So she's listening on the car radio and she can hear you. So it's working on the radio, but not on the internet. See, that's, that does scare me a little bit. Not going to lie. It's it's attached to a switchboard. What am I going to do? Everything's all knobby. Okay, somebody else, my friend Corbin, he said he could barely hear you. He said, like, I can hear that he's talking, but it's pretty inaudible. I'm going to turn you up. Okay. Hey, okay, everybody. <laughs> everybody. Everybody who's commented on this. How well can you hear Cameron now? That's the game we're playing today on this crazy, wacky radio show. Can you hear Cameron now? We got about six minutes to figure that out. Oh, I am killing myself with some reverb. Are you listening to me? Or no? Olivia, I know they're deaf. No, I think for some reason it's playing well on the radio, but not playing well on the internet, because I know they're both listening on the website. Uh, I guess I could go, well, I don't know. That's probably not a smart thing to do. Go to the website now, and then see what it does, and then we're just going to be in a loop of noises. Mm-hmm. It was really perfect, and now not once has it worked right since then. Like, hmm. Try talking now. And also, Cameron, I mean, Corbin and Jessica, tell me how you, how does it sound? Uh. This isn't, it's not where I put all my energy into. I would. Uh, I am trying to do some more stuff. I'm, uh, I'm going to be doing some podcasts. Uh, I'm going to be doing, uh, you know, po yeah, extracurricular podcasts. Yes. No, I did not even start editing yours. Uh, well, I told you I was I was going to wait till December to release it. I told you I was going to wait till the next big Star Wars thing came out. And then we talked about the uh, we talked about the. Uh, Mandalorian stuff and that was the biggest Star Wars thing we talked about that on the show so um, I mean we're going to make it big we're making it big yes you've told me that a thousand times but you're still a Star Wars uh, uh, what's the word you know a lot alumnus of Star Wars Fan, fan fiction. Y yes. Wow, wow! Can't believe you. 
Can't believe you. I turned him all the way up. I turned him all the way up. So, all right, I'm going to see what Corbin says about that. It's like your neighbor's watching TV, and you tell they're watching TV, but not anything they're actually... But not anything that's actually happening. Unless I put my ear right up to the speaker, but then every other noise blasting while he's just barely hearing. Ooh, fudge! Dang! So I'm just banging it out too loud on me, too. And I'm trying to mess with this. Like, there's a knob labeled headphones. And now I don't know if that's just turning up my headphones or the entire rig here. I don't know. Yes, I'm, I'm pushing in. I'm pushing in all the plugs. I gotta move the mic with my face. So, pushing in. I'm putting in all the plugs. Got that. I love how the half... You know what I should have done? I should have came in early, tried to call a couple times myself, and then... No! Like, nobody goes on before me on Sundays. I... No. You know what? I'm turning the phone all the way up. Corbin, how do you... Alright. I'm going to just continue talking to you, Cameron. Uh, Let me tell you about my laptop story. Okay, go ahead. Wow. Wow. The cable. Yeah, the cable. Mid-America Science Museum oh, wait, is available stop. for rent. That's right. Your local science We're museum hosts family reunions, weddings, bar mitzvahs, receptions, rehearsal dinners, elopements, or just your casual party. You can hang out on the skywalk, have your very own electrifying Tesla show, or tour the galaxy with family and friends in the Oakland Foundation Digital Dome Theater, where the stars are always glowing, rain or shine. Learn more about renting the museum at midamericamuseum.org or by calling 501-767-3461. KUHSLP, Hot Springs, Arkansas, 102.5 FM, solar-powered community radio. Back again. Uh, oh my god, we're back again, right? I'm freaking out. I'm sweating and I'm hot and I'm freaking out. Cam, Cameron, how you doing? Yes. Yeah, solar powered radio. We don't. Well, it's community radio. We we're like we promote things in the community. So it's the commercial. That was bad, right? It was a commercial, but it was like for. 
I don't know what they say. They say like KUHS, LP Hot Springs, blah blah blah. We promote ourselves and community things like Garland County Library or the uh, Freak Show at uh, Starlight Club. That's tonight. No, I haven't. I've heard of it, and it's fun to say. Do they serve food? Wow. Oh, it's a garden place? Do they serve food? I always thought it was a food place. Yeah. No. Arboretum? Trees and what? I still have to put my hands too loud doing that I'm I'm I don't is it free on certain days are you eating or yawning oh so everything I'm doing is wrong <laughs> so I'm just going to go on and keep doing this I'm gonna keep talking to you I'm gonna keep talking to you and then It'll just be my issue when I have to edit. I don't care. F it. F it. F and nerd show says F. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Uh, next time, I'm coming 30 minutes early. I'm going to call myself so you can get settled uh, and worked out and then do the show. How about I do that? Maybe I should have been doing that the whole effing time. And I'm just having a gosh darn meltdown live on air. How you get? Yeah. I'm sorry if you're driving. I apologize. If you crash, don't crash. Please. I don't want your death on my conscience. I hope so. Uh, I'm going to keep talking to you, Cameron, because uh, it's the only way I'm not going to freak out. If they can't hear you, uh, I hope to goodness that... Uh, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't even know how I would solve this issue. Uh, I just hope I can... No. I mean, I could call the the station manager, but I'm doing the show. Well, he works next door. He might be. He might, he might be next door. He might not. But I'm not going. What? I I don't want to mess with him. I was just trying to do my thing. We're doing the show right now, though. The technical support should have been before the show. And that's on me. That's on me. Yeah. Uh. Uh. You know what, Cameron? Here's what we're going to do. You call my phone. And we're going to do the exact same thing we did last time. Uh, I'm just going to hold your phone, my phone, against the microphone. And we'll talk that way. All right, call my phone. Bye. See ya. Well, that was Cameron. He's going to call my phone. Anyway, oh, and then that commercial break went on, and uh, we were trying to do a thing, and now I'm just like, oh, my goodness. I got, like, a headache. Just trying to do my show. Oh. Oh. A little choppy. Well, I don't know what to do about that. 
Alright, here's Cameron. He's calling me. I'm putting him on speaker. How's it going, boy? Yo, what up, homie? Alright, that's the best we're going to do. So, uh, we're living it. Yeah, this sounds a lot better. Good, good. You know what? At least, at least we're comfortable, right? Um, I'm comfortable. Good. So, I saw Joker yesterday. That was what we're trying to get to be. Oh, oh god, that's awful. Okay, so Olivia says this is not good. This is actually a very bad way of doing it. How how is it awful, Olivia? There's probably a lot of reverb or maybe a loud screech. Really? Yeah, probably. Only uh, up your phone to electronics. I mean, I well, I should probably hold my face up against the microphone. Uh, I I don't know. I could hear you fine on my headphones, but the headphones. <sighs> I'm about to cry. Not really, mom. Chill out. Uh, oh, every time I fake cry on here, she's like, he's crying, he's having a meltdown. Sure, I screamed. And I am a little frustrated. But we're getting through it. Hey, Justice. Yes. Justice, I got an idea. What? Here, I'll just, I'll just drive up and we can do an interview in person. Please, what are you doing? What are you effing doing? That's like five, that's like six hours from here. Okay, so I'm just getting messages from everybody that they can't hear you. Wait, now mom says, oh, mama, don't do that. She said, can't hear them, and then, sounds good. <laughs> I hate, oh, oh, oh. You know what? Can you still hear me, Cameron? Hey, is your plight related to the plot of Joker? Yes. Now. <laughs> Sinking. Oh, you just, oh, you watch. I'll be a, a clown for Halloween. I like Joker. I like He's like the perfect villain because he he just wants to watch the world burn, you know. Uh, well, see, it's funny because uh, they actually not to uh not to be like uh, I don't want to be too political or or dismissive or anything, but they sort of inceptionize the idea of the Joker in the Joker movie. And I guess that's what they should be doing. A lot better to me than they did in The Dark Knight in a lot of ways. What? Yeah, in... No, no way. In a lot of ways, and here's how. Uh, like, in... Ooh, yeah, get rid of that ringing noise. I, I had to turn off the phone now. Well, the other phone. Anyway, uh, what they do is... In The Dark Knight, I have a clip about... I'm about to queue up a clip, and you're not going to hear it, so... Get ready for that. But in the Dark Knight, okay, I've seen the Dark Knight. Yeah, in the Dark Knight, he goes into <clears throat> the hospital with uh, Two Face, Harvey Dent. Right, right. And in that, he's like, "Oh, I'm just a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what I'd do if I actually caught one." Blah blah blah. And I'm just a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do if I caught one. Yeah, exactly. On point impression uh but in this movie there's just a moment i'm it's not it's really not a spoiler it's really not it's really not a spoiler and i'm saying that for you and for the people of the world so don't he's like dancing on top of a car and there's like a bunch of chaos going on and you're just like 
I get it now. You know? Like, he's going to dance regardless of if anybody is there. But, you know, the you know, but everybody just so happens to be there as well. If that makes sense, without spoiling anything. No, I think I've actually seen that. Like, they memed that part. It's well, like in a trailer, I think. that's him dancing like down some stairs, and that's like the like that's the official unveiling of the well. That's a spoiler of the Joker, I guess, oh. in a way. That's why he's what? like the trailer is a spoiler. The whole trailer is a. It's not really. Actually, everything in the trailer is like in the first ten to fifteen minutes. Uh, okay, that's not spoilers. And that's how I like. But uh, also, if you're looking for an entire movie of makeup, that is not here. <laughs> It's mostly a normal guy who laughs sometimes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who then decides, hey, I'm going to put on some makeup, and now he's a Joker. No, not really. No, he's, he's no Heath Ledger. How's the acting? Oh, the acting's great. It, it, no Heath Ledger, I would say, in some, in, like, they're different Joker performances. Heath Ledger's yeah, Joker. Please don't mention the awful one. What, what is it from? Suicide Squad? Oh, Jared or? Leto? Yeah, let's kill him. Oh, yeah. don't like, look, don't kill Jared Leto, but also kill his Joker. I kill you, man. What? I kill you. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like Heath Ledger's Joker was a Joker that was way more self-aware of his place in the world. This Joker is a Joker who is slowly gaining his idea of his place in the world. So it's a, it's kind of different, but I do think they stem from a very similar place obviously the joker but yeah how do they compare it to um what's his name you know from batman 1986 oh jack nicholson yeah jack nicholson very different i liked his performance uh that is a confident joker that just didn't give yeah. any f's and he was a gangster this one's not a gangster he's a working well, man that, that joker had like like a tragic story because he's like fell into a vat right and like uh, I believe Batman knocked him into a vet. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, right. <laughs> they created oh. they created each other uh, in that movie. Because remember, in that movie, maybe we should stop talking. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, in Batman 1989, the Joker movie takes place in 1981, but in 1989's Wait, Batman was it 1989 or 86? 89. Oh wow! Dang. Yeah. In 89 Batman, Joker kills Batman's parents. Spoiler alert. Does that happen right. in Joker? I don't know. Does it? Please don't tell me. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you just spoiled it. Now I know. Oh, now you've confirmed my suspicion. Dang it, just. No, no, I don't know. I don't even know if Bruce Wayne's in this movie. I haven't seen it's it. It's too late. It's too late. But what I do love about the. Like, uh. Like I said, I don't know what they do with this, or if they allude to any of that. But there is a lot of class issues in the in the movie, and uh, I'm really trying to decide if these all the things it brings up in the movie, all its social commentary, if it is social commentary, and if it does it well. And if it does do it well, then it's a good movie. Do you know what my favorite class is? What? Geography. Wow. You know what my favorite? Word was from my least favorite class that is still a financial class. What? Bourgeoisie. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I see. 
That is a class. I learned that word in my least favorite class, which was world history. So you you associate with, you know, like a prole, you know, the proletariat? No, I don't know any of that. I did bad in that class, got a D. You know bourgeoisie, but not proletariat? No, I don't. I know, I love, I just like saying bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie. You say it in many ways. Well, bourgeoisie is like the upper class. Yeah, I know that. And the proletariat is like the common poor people. Dang. It's me. I'm glad you don't know that. It means you haven't read uh, any of Marx's works, which is good. Karl Marx? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not Marxist. I don't know. I don't want to say that in case that's the thing I should be. You don't know. You don't know if you're Marxist. I know the word Marxist, but I don't know Marxism or any of that. I know that I, know that I maybe shouldn't be. Is it good or bad? You tell me that. You can read up on it so you can fit in in Hollywood. Tell me if it's good or bad and if it would help me or hurt me in society. Well, it'd help you in Hollywood. How would it help me in Hollywood? Because there are a bunch of Marxist scumbags. Whoa political is it see i don't know enough to know so like if you're if like i don't know if one like is there enough people who are like no marxism is the way to go for me to be offending those people or those people are called communists oh no i don't i don't like where we're going cameron i don't like where we're going it's completely okay hey everybody i just want to say uh that is not me i don't know what marxism is I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't. I'm just ignorant. That's not something to be proud of, Justin. <laughs> well, are people who well see that? How many? All right. How big of a population populace are like big on this Marxism? Um, I don't know. Like the Communist Party of China. I don't want to talk about other countries. Don't. Hey, listen. We're let's stay. We. Cameron, so the Joker. Uh, hey, you, you, hey, social commentary—it's relevant. It, so I—that was a debate I got on with my friend Cassie, which uh, she was like, "Keep politics out of it," and I was like, "It's—I would." Why? Why? Well, because. Uh, oh, you don't want to offend people with. Yeah. Well, you see, I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily be so political about it. And I wouldn't, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh my god, Ant-Man in the Avengers is symbolic of, like, the patriarch or some stupid thing. I don't know. Uh, but, but, you know. Ant-Man is a stupid villain. That's a stupid villain. I think that's a stupid power. Uh, whoa. dumb. First of all, Ant-Man is a great, he has great powers. He can... Oh. Did you see that, that thing where Ant-Man could defeat Thanos if he did hey, something? Hey, wait, wait. Can't, can't say what he does. And yes, I've, oh, I've seen know, that. But, but do you know about it? Yes, I know about it. But here's the thing okay, about Ant-Man. People want to sleep on Ant-Man be like, oh, Ant-Man Everyone sucks. Listening, Google Ant-Man defeats Thanos. <laughs> they know. I'm sure they know. The people who would listen to this know. Uh, like your mom? No, she wouldn't know. I, she she oh. barely even knows who Thanos is, I bet. Also, is that your mom joke? What? You were like, oh, what? Like your mom? Oh, no. I was I was being sincere. 
Wow. I don't know if you know what sincere means. What does it mean? <laughs> oh, savage. <laughs> anyway, Cameron. Uh, yeah, the Joker. Also... Yeah, I, I love the Joker. Very cool. I'm, I'm hoping to see it soon. It's it's a good movie. Uh, but, you know, you do feel... You feel a little dirty after you see it. Uh, I think that's the issue for some people. That's a, that's a good thing. That, makes, that means the movie was impactful. It was pretty impactful. Like... Uh, I guess a lot of people don't want to uh, identify with uh... people go to the movies to like forget about their troubles right that's why there's so much blockbuster you know smut aka you know like Avengers pause yourself Real Cameron Wars. for one mom stop texting me in the middle of this cause it beeping I'm, I'm using my phone to talk to Cameron and it's gonna beep every second you text me yeah, you hear that? That's oh, you. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so don't do that. Uh, and don't text me sorry. If you just texted me sorry, that is the opposite of what I wanted you to do. Uh, that is hilarious. So, and she just texted me, I know who Thanos is, Guardians in the Galaxy. I mean, yeah. He, I knew it. He shows, I knew she would know. She showed up, he showed up one time in Guardians of the Galaxy, and he basically has a whole three-hour movie dedicated to him called Infinity War. She knew. She knew. Whatever. Point is, uh, you know, people don't want to identify with the Joker. They feel weird about it. Uh, I do. Don't say that. Uh, but that's the thing. I do think... Joker was my favorite character. Like, I think the thing about the Joker movie, like, he is obviously a guy suffering from certain forms of mental illness. And I think when people are upset that they they do kind of uh, identify with him or feel sorry for him... Except for the fact that he hasn't, like, I think as long as, if you can leave the movie and wholeheartedly believe that you are not going to kill anybody for at least a while, I think you're okay. <laughs> if your friend says, man, I think I want to just create a riot in Hot Springs or Gotham City or wherever, then you got issues. You should probably call somebody. Justice. Just because someone thinks of something doesn't mean they'll act on it. That's true, but uh, the the themes in this movie, even though I don't necessarily think they are directed towards uh, the these uh, how do I say it? The military they issued you know a warning right uh, against incel people. You know what I'm talking Hong about? Kong? What? Are you talking about Hong Kong? No. The mil- hey, that's like a police state. Hong Kong? Yeah, like the city of Hong Kong in China. Well, were they talking about Joker? Yeah, you said like police riot. They're having like riots over there. No, I'm not talking about the riot. No, the military here. Oh, our military. Yes. Some Now, I think the guy was just like a military guy. It wasn't the official military. But he was like, hey, if, when you go to these theaters, look out for... Uh, incel people, and you know what incel means, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I am one. Oh, see, that's the thing. I all right, incel for those of you who don't know is called in in uh, was it involuntarily celibate, and I would say that yeah. as most men uh, of a certain age of uh, certain ages, most men You're most times of life, uh, projecting, not projecting. But what I do think though is that. Uh, you know, and a real incel is like somebody who not only is involuntarily celibate, but also they like they grow 
anger against uh, society and women or men, whatever they're trying to be with or whatever. Uh, and, uh, you know, they try to cause... Well, yeah, it's usually women, but I'm not trying to walk in that box. I'm also not trying to walk into, like, it's usually a white guy. Uh, Man, Justice, I love your program. It's so open and honest. I mean, you know, as long as we don't talk about uh, horror... What do you mean? What do you mean, honest? I'm saying, like, you'll say whatever comes to mind. No filter. Yeah, no filter. Uh, I just had a breakdown a little bit ago. Remember I was screaming in the microphone? No. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the thing is, the incel people, involve, you know, it's the people that, uh, you know, they, they grow hate towards women because they think, oh, it's because of all women that I am not getting to smash like the bros. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, They're kind of just sad, sad people. Sad people who, yeah. and, and, you, you know. think positive. Just think positive. That's I am thinking positive. I'm thinking positive, but... I'm not, talk, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about, you know, sad people. Yeah, you know what? That is something a lot of people, you know. For one, if you see Joker and you're like, ooh, this... So, embracing your your insanity, that's what you're supposed to do? No. Now, in the movie Joker and in the eyes of the Joker, yes. And for the Joker, do I feel good for him? Uh, do you? That's where I, that's a thing. Oh boy! <laughs> See, that's the thing, and that's a, that's where it gets difficult in the movie because even though he is doing despicable things, he is still like you just see how he was before he was like I'm gonna do things versus how he is when he's like doing the things, and you're kind of you're kind of like in your head, good for him. But yeah, I like the Joker because. He takes their rules. What's the quote? He like he takes their rules. Oh oh oh! Give me a second. Actually, you know what? I didn't even play the clip before. And I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna do it right now. So shut your mouth for a second. But you know what? You know what okay. you're talking about. But I gotta play the clip. You you know what I noticed? Nobody panics when things go according to plan. Even if the plan is horrifying. If tomorrow I tell the press that like a gangbanger will get shot. Or a truckload of soldiers will be blowing up. Nobody panics. Because it's all part of the plan. But when I say that one little old mayor will die, well then everyone loses their minds. Yeah, yeah. Now I turn the, the mic back on. And he's like, introduce a little anarchy. And look, and that's the thing. With this movie, that's what I was... Uh, I was finally starting to understand that idea of, uh, like... Anna, I think not, in, not caring about the world. It's a very selfish viewpoint. That's well, that's... Joker. Well, that's the thing. This mo this Joker movie, it is 100%. It's not even from his... It's When they say it's from his point of view... They mean it wholeheartedly. Like, it, you are in his mind. You're sort of experiencing the world how he thinks it is. And sometimes it's not always accurate. Uh, you know? And, uh, of course. And in those ways, you do feel like you literally understand he does not know any better. And there is no way he could know any better. But uh, the world just doesn't understand. That's everything. It was society's fault. 
that he turned out this way? Yes and no. That's a, it's a com- it's a complicated see and that's what I'm trying to figure out with this movie is what is it trying to say about both the Joker and society and all that stuff like he did grow up like this obviously society didn't help him it did not help the situation at all it, it probably made it worse but uh, in some ways I feel like the track he was going to go on it was in a lot of ways very inevitable. Uh, and the, the way the track the society was going on was also equally as ine- inevitable, and they, it just a per- it it becomes like a perfect storm of bad in a sort of way. An unstoppable meets a immovable object. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing. It's exactly like that. Uh, so when they so when and obviously people are going to compare. Is Heath Ledger better or is Joaquin Phoenix better? I think. Uh, joke like as the Joker, as the character, the Joker, the Dark Knight, Heath Ledger Joker is better. But as like a thesis, as like a character study of like just wholly understanding, well-roundedness of Joker. Not ne- and they use Walking Phoenix's character as kind of like a vessel for this Joker. Uh. It could happen to anybody in a sort of sense, uh, but also it could also not. You see, it's a whole thing. I don't know what they're trying to say. Yeah, I want to see the movie. I I don't think anyone's performance of Joker could ever top Heath Ledger's, considering how much he put into it and what it did to him. Uh, oh, nothing rolls my eyes more, Cameron, than people thinking. That Joker killed Heath Ledger. It did. It didn't. It didn't. It changed his mindset. He worked on... He was in the middle of working on another movie when he died. Did you know that? (laughs) No, I didn't. A movie called Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. He was working on it halfway through the film. He died. It was time delayed. Time delayed. He had to mull over it. So he finished the movie... Waited like three Joker months. During the making of the movie, yes. Gone another movie. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. See, people want they want to be like, ooh, and I they've you know. Uh, all right, you remember in the Dark Knight, the uh, the guy who's like, enough of the clown, and then uh, Joker's like, yeah. yeah. So that guy, he uh, what was his name? Ah, uh, Cable? No, one Cable. Uh, Gamble? Uh, Gamble here. Somebody's calling me. I'll pick it up, but I really don't know how it's going to work. Okay. Okay. I'm going to hang up now. Bye. All right, bye. Hello? Good talk. All right. Who is this? Samir. Sammy? Yes, sir. You actually called in. Yes, sir. Boy, I don't even know if the audience can hear you. I'm having a lot of phone issues today. Oh, really? Yes. Have you not been listening in? Okay. How long are you trying to talk, Sammy? What am I what? How long are you trying to talk? No, no, no. You can call, but I'm going to text you my number, and you call my phone, and I hold it against the microphone. And plus, we're about to go to a break real quick, so it's better off anyway. So, I would, we'll work that out. Check your Snapchat. Okay. All right. Bye.
All right, we're about to go to break, uh, and then I'll be back. So stay tuned. I'm going to say random stuff for 15 seconds. Do, 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 do. Woo, who, who, you, me, him, her. Wow. That, uh... I don't know what it is. Like, sometimes I'll just go to, like, a random uh, Asian pop song of some sort, and they just start playing it. And then you you got to realize it's not a commercial, and then you got to stop it and be like, oh, hello, I'm back. I'm back. You know what I appreciate about today? Even though I had phone issues, it did not last 15 minutes last time. And even though it did last a little bit, just kept it talking, kept talking, kept going. It's what you do. Don't stop. Never stop. I'm waiting for Sammy to call me. He told him to call me at 10.30. That's in two minutes. Uh, or a minute, 15 seconds, according to this clock here. Uh, so why? Why did Sammy call me? You're wondering. You're wondering, huh? Well, here's why. Uh, I put it on Facebook. Superhero Cinema was cinema. And he said it wasn't. And I am very curious what he's got to say about this Joker movie. Or if he's seen it at all. And also... I believe that Avengers Endgame should be nominated for a Academy Award. That is happening in the news. Disney released their For Your Consideration roster. Said, best director, best screenplay, best adapted screenplay, uh, you know, st- all that stuff. Red, uh, best original score for Alan Silvestri. But not, not best actor for Robert Downey Jr. or best supporting actor because of Robert Downey Jr. Because I think either A, they don't believe in it, or B, they're scared because of the Joker. Because this happened in 2008 when it was Iron Man. Well, really, Robert Downey Jr. was nominated, but he lost to Heath Ledger, uh, but he was nominated for Tropical Thunder, not Iron Man. But still, uh, that's so not fair. I do think Robert Downey Jr. should be nominated for all the work he's done for the last 10 years. And, uh, yeah. So... Sammy should be calling in about five minutes. Turning that phone off. Yeah, that's what that extra noise is. I need to figure out that phone thing. I really do. It was working fine the other day. But now I don't know what to do with all these knobs. Yep. Waiting for the call. Alright, here he is. How's it going, Sammy? How's it going, man? Uh, so first of all, I don't know if I've told you the radio rules. No cursing. And you can't talk about number two. Number two? You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, how's how's it going, Sammy? How's life? Uh, I really don't know what number two means. What? I really don't know what number two means. Like, bathroom? Yes, the bathroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sammy. Yeah, what's up? So you weren't listening to the show earlier. Negative. So you um, were just like, I'm just going to call? What? Yeah, I, don't think any, I don't think anyone tunes into the radio show, but I just wanted to call and support a friend. Wow. You're not wrong. People are like, F the radio. And I'm like, why? And then, but it's on Spotify. Check it out. F the Nerd Show. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yes, it's on, it's on, it's, you know, I'm using Anchor on now, and that makes it easier. I'm not promoting it. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I can't promote things on this show. Except for my own junk, which is the show. Anyway, uh, did you want to argue? Argue about what, man? I posted on Facebook that uh, superhero cinema is cinema, real cinema, and you said it wasn't. Okay. K. 
care to explain? Explain my reasons and opinions? Yes. Okay. So, check this out. Okay. You go and watch the Scorsese film, which basically started this whole argument. Yeah. Watch the Scorsese film, and you have the likes of... You have the likes of... uh, Actually, I might be wrong on this one. Did he do Gangs in New York? I think he did. I think. He did, right? I think he did Gangs in New York. I gotta check that. I'll check it real quick. You you got good fellas. You got taxi driver. You have all these art. Uh Uh-huh. Cinema at its finest, in my opinion, right? Uh Uh-huh. Then you have a $200 million budget. See? Oh! You have a two hundred million dollar budget. Mm-hmm. Seven, eight, eight actors, right? Mm-hmm. You have all these computer generated effects, all this craziness that, in my opinion, takes away from the art. Am I saying is it an art form? It still is. I think cinema in general is. Everything cinemas are, in my opinion, but there's a thing where you go as far, let's say, Twilight versus Pulp Fiction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's two different types of cinema. Here's and the I thing. I understand what Scorsese is saying. I understand what he's saying, and uh, he made a comparison saying that uh, these Avengers movies are more like uh, theme park rides. But I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah, and here's why. All right, okay. for one, uh, any. All right, I'm gonna use Avengers Endgame as an example, uh, but it's it's not even my my biggest one. But even something like Avengers Endgame, where uh, it's kind of a tie-up film for all of Marvel. And in some ways, it has to. It's kind of like an um, I call it an umbrella movie in a sort of way. Where it like has to encapsulate, you know, all the things that come before it and all that stuff. And I'm not saying that's bad or anything. Just saying that's that's what Endgame is. But even still, you have millions, billions probably of people. No, probably not billions of people. Maybe, but definitely millions, hundreds of millions of people go into this movie, and they're sitting there and they're watching Iron Man do his thing. And then they're crying, and they're like, oh my god. <sighs> and you're telling me, like, that? those are visceral, emotional... Like entertainment. What? It's like a theme park. Entertainment and theme parks go together, correct? Yeah, but, like, I watch any any sort of... If I watch The, the Departed, a Sinkin' Scorsese okay. movie, if I'm watching that... I'm still getting the same reactions, same visceral reactions. I'm crying because of blah, 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 spoilers stuff, and uh, I'm wrapped up in the story. If you're as wrapped up in the story uh, and, uh, and the emotional beats, then that's, that's what makes a movie or a, vi- a visual presentation. Uh, I don't... Let me ask you this. Okay. You. Have you yourself ever been in a process of a film set? Of a film set? Not a real film set, no. Okay. Have you... So you're talking in the perspective of a fan, correct? 
Uh, I mean, I filmed some stuff, but not obviously nothing legit, legit. But sure, okay. fan. So, so there goes, there goes my little entrance to this. Okay. Do you consider YouTube cinema? Now, see, I do like, I like, I like where you're going with that. I do like where you're going with that. In a way, I think to all right, and this is is going to seem like smudging of lines, but I really don't think it is. Uh, because if you think of Martin Scorsese, like, back in, I don't know when he started, but let's say 80s, 70s even, right? Uh, he doesn't have all this sort of technology that we have. All right, so let's, first of all, technology, way more accessible. But some people on YouTube, they do make cinematic things that, uh, you know, do a thing. What are you doing on your phone, on your end? Yes, it's making a lot of grungling noises. I'm at work, man. Wow. You're calling me at work. Yeah, I gotta go at 1045. Alright, alright, good, good. We got time, we got time. Alright, so look, look. Like, I think if you're, if you're making it cinematic, or at least trying to, then yeah, it should be considered. Now, I also do think that a film, like feature length, considered a film. You could call it a short film if it's on YouTube and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily write off YouTube stuff. So, do you consider blogging a... Form of journalism? That's a little bit more different. Because I... What is going on? What are those scourging noises? Yes, it's all up in the microphone. I apologize to the one listener out there. The one, first of all, I put these on Spotify. Plenty, at least six people listen. I know that much. It's probably you repeating your TikToks. Wow. Well. But no, I appreciate what you're trying to do about Marvel, but coming from you. Is a huge Marvel fanatic. Listen, while yes, I am, look, I am a Marvel fanatic. Look, no, no. Knowing extremely well that it's not going to help anything. I know it's not going to help anything. I just wanted it to, first of all, I did that the day after I saw it. And I definitely, I wanted it, I wanted a news site to be like, hey, look, somebody started a petition, but it's too late. Now Disney started there. Uh, campaign, actually, so good for them. And look, I am a Marvel fanboy, but I am not a Disney fanboy. I am actually very much against uh, Disney getting too big, and over. I, I do not like the overproducing of the movies. However, though, I do think it is unfair for people to pretend that Avengers Endgame has no merit, uh, because when Marvel started making their movies, like the first two Iron Man movies and the Incredible Hulk movie, they were poor. They were a comic book studio who had a film division, but it was very, un- like, it was under-budgeted, under-funded. They didn't have a lot of money. That's why they had to partner up with so many studios to make the first couple movies, and that was before Disney bought them. So I see Marvel, Marvel Studios, as of right now, anyway, I do see them as, like, an independent film studio that finally got to reap their, you know, rewards with Avengers Endgame, and that's why I think oh, Avengers... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You really just call it an independent film studio? Yes! 
Yes, Marvel Studios was an independent studio. They were an independent studio. When Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2 and The Incredible Hulk, they had to they had to do some legal uh like they had to like get them to help pay for the movies but maintain their rights. Uh which is very much the same thing that uh George Lucas did. And the original trilogy of Star Wars movies are also technically independent films. Uh, they have a higher... Now, the, fir- the budget of the first Iron Man movie definitely does have a higher budget as your run-of-the-mill independent film. But uh, as for a what was supposed to be a summer blockbuster, it was pretty low. And just because... Come on, man. What? Girl, it's Marvel, Robert Downey Jr., and you're calling it an independent no. Yes. Yeah, that, that when when oh, take flashback to 2008 when they say Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, you know the ex heroin addict. Yeah, we're going to make him Iron Man, and we're going to try to launch this big universe off this one movie. No, he had. What, I'll tell you the two or three movies he had. Okay, Guide to Recognizing Your Saints, The Shaggy Dog, which f that movie with stupid Tim Allen, and. No, and uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which I love Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but that was definitely not a star maker, okay? Iron Man made Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. was fresh out of it. No, that is not a bold statement. It's very true. I See, look, yes, I am a Marvel fanboy, but I remember back when it was not cool to like Marvel, when you were stupid for liking Marvel and superheroes and stuff. And I remember following the production of all those early movies, and they were having hard times. They were doing it, and they were having hard times. Uh, it wasn't until after uh, they were they finished making Iron Man 2, and that's when Disney bought them, and that's when they've been able to uh, officially ride with full confidence that their universe was going to work. So yeah, I so when I see Avengers Endgame, I see a small film studio that has climbed the give rungs. Give me one second on that. You have Zodiac, which is before 2008. You have Lucky You. You have Charlie Bartlett. You have those are good movies. I actually do like them. Scanner Darkly. Scanner Darkly's okay, and he wasn't even in it that much. But if you look at but. But, hey, even Charlie Bartlett and Scanner Darkly and even Tropic Thunder, which that came out after, but but still, all those movies, he's not a starring role. Uh, well, he's, uh, yeah, he's not really a starring role. He's more of a supporting role in those movies. But Iron Man made Robert Downey Jr. a household name. Like a house, household household. Like he was like a backyard hold name around that time. That's a bold statement. I don't think it's a bold statement. It's not a bold statement. Marvel movies were independent. They were independent. They did not have budget. They didn't have access to their characters. We no, we know who Iron Man is now. Now we know who Iron Man is. In two thousand eight, nobody, nobody knew. No, the Marvel nerds like me. I knew who Iron Man was. I didn't read Iron Man comics. John Favreau just came off of Elf and Zathura. Are you serious? He was a huge, he was a huge dude in the in the nineties. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, he was a huge director in the nineties. What from his independent films like Gosh Darn Swingers and uh, uh, oh, Made? Uh, He's an independent yeah, film director, yeah. and that's yeah, how he cut his teeth. Independent film director. And, uh, uh, yelling over people doesn't really help you win arguments. 
First of all, I'm yelling at the microphone for dramatic effect. Because I'm using my phone to hold in front of the microphone so you can be heard. So you have a budget of $140 million calling yourself an independent film. Is that the budget for Iron Man 1? That's the end of my argument. Is that the budget for Iron Man 1? That is nothing. That $140 million is nothing. No, he just hung up on me. No, listen. $140 million is nothing for a blockbuster film these days. Now, is it an independent film? No, it's not an average independent film budget, but compared to other... And Star Wars is, is an independent film. And what is that budget? You know what? I'm going to look that up. Star Wars independent... Oh, my God. Star Wars... A New Hope budget. Let's take a look. $11 million. Yeah, so, okay. The first Star Wars was definitely an independent film. But you know what? what was 11... Oh, wait. Is that $11 million in 80s money? Or $11 million now money? Adjusted for inflation? Oh, <laughs> wow, that is funny. That is hilarious to me. Stop it, come on, stop, Forbes. Forbes, give me a second, all right? Counter spent. Uh. 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 Look, point is... Independent film studio. Like I said, they've had to partner up to make those original Marvel movies. Doesn't matter. I'm heated. It's been a stressful show. I'm sweaty. That's the show. Gosh. Ha! Joker was a good movie. Marvel Endgame deserves an Oscar. Superhero cinema is good cinema. And, uh... Martin Scorsese is a snob. So is Steven Spielberg. You're all snobs! Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg, snob. Alright? You know Steven Spielberg said that he didn't believe in streaming? Like, movies that streamed on Netflix weren't considered cinema. Those weren't considered real movies, and they shouldn't be allowed to contend for the Oscars. And, you know, they have a, a Beast of the Southern Wilds about the, you know, uh, militarization of uh, young uh, boys in Africa. And that, and, you know, Idris Elba, people... People are in insane to me. I don't know. Like, you know, the people they hire to make these big movies are independent directors. You know? Uh, James Gunn. What did he do before, gosh darn, Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians of the Galaxy, nobody knew who they were. Not even main Marvel people. It just irks me. <sighs> I'm about to cough and puke. Mainly because my throat's all dry. <coughs> That's the show. That that was today. You know what? Today was an all right. It was an all right day. Uh, I screamed a lot. Had some phone issues, but we got through it. Now I'm off for the rest of the day. So I get to chill. I get to go home. Lay down. You know. Probably, uh... What am I going to watch? I might watch the end of Avengers. Because it's, it's real art. It's real cinema. Don't at me, you sons of guns. Anyway, uh... What else is going on? Nothing. I'm just finding a new spooky song to play to leave you out on. Uh, you know what? Sure. Sure. I didn't like that song anyway. Ding. All right. 
Justice Seymour, KUHSLP Hot Springs, F and Nerd Show. You want to email me? If, if, if you have some beef, you got beef? You got some beef? That's some Jared Little Joker for you. If you got beef with me, uh, or just anything, comments, whatever, email, email me. That effing nerd. That effing nerd. My mom can never hear it. Uh, at gmail.com. And yeah. Here's the thing.